bum. Bum. This is a special at-home edition of Fourth Stringers. What's up, guys? You gonna man spread here on camera? Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> what is up? Had a very exciting day yesterday. Um, I mean, I might as well just start off with it. I I fucking got staff in my knee. Frank pointed it out, and I was like, Nah, I don't think it's staff. It didn't really hurt or anything. It was just a pimple I popped in the morning, and then we trained. And then that night I go to the dermatologist and the dermatologist is like, oh, you're fine. That's, uh, it doesn't look that bad. <sighs> yeah, I got stuck. I can't breathe again. <laughs> My nose is stuffed. Um, but yeah, so he, he goes, oh, it's not that bad. I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think it's staff. And then he was, I was like, am I good to train? It was like 4.30, class started at 6. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you should be fine. I'm like, all right, cool. So... I texted my coach, told him I was going to go train. And then, like, after training, like, I just went home and it started to hurt like a bit. Yo, dude, like, I could not go to sleep. There's, like, uh, I try not to complain too much, but I, I, whatever, I do complain a lot. I try to complain a lot, but <laughs> this shit was horrible. I don't know if you could see it on camera, but holy shit, it was huge before. It's starting to get smaller than the circle, but... It was ridiculous. I feel like um, this should be like an educational <laughs> post, like an, an educational podcast for like staff. Like, So I remember when Frank pointed it out, he's like, it's either staff or it's not. So that was like one of the first things I asked the dermatologist. I'm like, can it just be staff off the bat or can a pimple just get infected and then it becomes staff? And he said it can get infected and become staff. So, I mean... It kind of sounds like common sense, but I had to confirm it because Frank makes me question myself sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to let you do that anymore, Frank. But, um, but yeah, he called it, man. And um, it's crazy because this is the third fucking time this happened to me this year that I've gotten staff. That's not cool. That's not like oh, almost four because Thailand was cutting it kind of close. I think I, I might have I picked up like almost staff over there like i had this pimple that was about to become staff but it didn't um but yeah it was fucking nuts dude like holy shit like this is this is so whack for like combat sports like and once you get staff you go down the staff rabbit hole where you're like oh my god how bad can it get how bad is it and like you see mark hunt he has a fucking hole in his calf there's kevin randleman he had like Literally, you could take a box of cigarettes, like a, a new, like a pack of Newports, and fucking put it in his chest and then take it out without it touching the sides. That's how big the hole was. Fucking Rafael dos Anjos, dos Anjos, dos Anals. He um, he had a crazy staff thing too. So this is a heads up. Like, if it starts hurting, like it just started hurting, like hurt, like pulsing, like I felt my heartbeat in my fucking knee, like. Don't play around with that shit. Don't like I tried to sleep it. Like I, I tried to go to sleep and then maybe like see if it feels better in the morning. But I couldn't even sleep. I, I ended up staying up till like seven, eight in the morning, or like all night. Like I, the moment I would try to pass out, my leg would just start throbbing. Like I would shift and then my leg would start fucking throbbing. It was the worst. But I mean, I went to the hospital. They gave me some antibiotics. Damn, the antibiotics are so fucking unnerving. It's like. Dude, like, 
I don't know. I don't know uh, if you've ever gone to the hospital, but like, especially now with the COVID unit. So before I went to um, the hospital in March, and they had the COVID people completely in a different, um, in a different uh, like wing, like East Wing, West Wing, uh, and now the COVID people just had like fucking Saran wrap on their doors. It was dead as like you could look inside like from my room I could like lock eyes with someone in there and they looked like they were coveted up because they had the saran wrap on their room. My room was fine like I had the door open and shit but like I was like yo what the fuck it doesn't like a lot of these covid things really don't make sense like it's kind of weird like and you see the nurses and stuff and they're kind of like uh they're kind of like lax about their um their PPE like I, I saw a dude, literally, I didn't see him with his mask on once, and he was a nurse there. He just had it on his chin the whole time. And he's, like, flirting with all the other nurses, but, like, doing horribly. It's so funny. Oh, man, I miss the workplace, dude. I miss the workplace so much. And, like, because it forces you to interact with people that you don't know. It's so fucking funny. Like, this guy was a straight simp, but he was, like, a big, like, beefy bear guy. Like, tattoos all over. And then, oh, that, that dude, that is so gay that I described him as a bear. I think I'm gay. But anyway. <laughs> but, um, he, he, he's, like, um... He's like the one, the, the loudest one, making jokes and stuff like that. And I'm I'm over here with fucking waiting on the doctor and shit i'm just i'm just subject subject to like his shitty pickup lines and then he's like um he was telling this one nurse he's like <laughs> he's like you're in the 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 c wing or whatever uh they changed it to an express express care wing so you're just gonna be wiping uh people's asses all day <laughs> and the girl looks at him and she's like uh thanks like <laughs> And then he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, at least it's overtime. And then and then he's like, I hate doing overtime. And then she's like, does that mean you're not covering my shift on uh, on Wednesday? And he's like, oh, I can't do that because it's overtime. She's like, I'll take your Saturday shift. And then he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, it, it would be really out the way for me and stuff like that. And, like, you could tell she's just trying to she's turning it on. She's, like, turning on her charm little by little so she could get, like, her Wednesday off for whatever fucking reason. But I used to see that all the time in, like, Sephora. They would try to hit me with that shit in Sephora. Like, oh, could you cover my days? And I would be like, bitch, I only work 12 hours a week. You're not getting me here for another four, all right? That's it. Like, I come here after school. I'm fucking tired as shit. Dude, Sephora was the best job ever. It was so fun. I, people are so surprised when I tell them I used to work at Sephora for like a year, year and a half. Like, I still have the fucking samples they gave me. I like I tried giving them to my mom. She couldn't go through all of them. Like, it, it's just they would just give you bags of samples, and like, it really gave me like an insight into like female culture and like makeup and beauty and stuff like that. There's so much that goes into it. Like, it's ridiculous. And as a guy, to have just a little bit of insight into that, it like blows their mind. You, you connect with females a lot easier if you, like, take the time to, like, learn about, like, w like, the majority, like, so, okay, think about this, like, makeup and that industry that's geared towards females is, like, like, if, 
that that's what they're interested in right and it's like made for females i'd imagine by females a lot of the time too but like it's like scientifically engineered to like get them to be interested in it and like the culture of it and like designed to to be like have a lot of depth and stuff so like i'd imagine it's just like how if you shared the same interests as somebody you could talk to them about stuff like it was just a lot easier to talk to girls after i knew what like made them tick like um like for example like <laughs> like if you notice makeup on females like if they do it bad or if they do it good like there's certain things yo isn't this is so funny it's like a it's like nagging them i guess is the i bet i bet this is what they talk about in like pickup artist things like like the art of nagging them through makeup because <laughs> like i remember the girl some of the girls that i worked with were such haters and they would point out i'd be like wow that that lady's beautiful and she'd be like her fucking makeup is messed up like her neck isn't the same color as her face and then you start noticing that shit everywhere and then if you point that out to a girl she's immediately like oh what do you mean like or or like another thing is like girls can never get um both line both like wing liners right like one side will always be better it's like how how you have uh different size balls or like a or one titty hangs lower than the other same thing with the eyeliner they can't get both of them right um what's another one you always got to like look at their nails like the nails is like another thing but the, these are like the usual like i feel like the, the like normal girls like not like a like a tomboy type of girl who's never wearing makeup or anything like that. She's not going to care about this shit. But just like the majority of girls that are like involved in that beauty culture and stuff like that. Like these are the things that they're like self-conscious or like make them tick. You know like uh, what else? <laughs> oh man it, it was just a lot. It was crazy. Um, But and like there's certain makeup that like you put on if you know you're gonna have flash photography like they because like when you take a picture of somebody sometimes they look like a fucking ghost like if they're not contouring right i think it's called it's like where you put you put makeup on where light hits your face so if you have high cheekbones you put makeup on there or whatever and some girls don't know how to blend that in right so they kind of like it looks like they have fucking war paint on and I swear to God, I never noticed these things until these hot girls school, schooled me to the way of being a hot girl. Wow. That's why. <laughs> oh, my God. If you know me, like, in person, you know that, like, it's it's just constant hot girl shit. All right? Like, I will point out your insecurities, and I will get in your fucking head. Especially if we're competing against each other. I'll be like, yo, you fucking smell. And now I'm in your head. <laughs> that's so funny i i forgot i was surrounded by hot girls i had to survive you think i, I i'm not a, like a hot guy i had to like i i had to like uh stake my claim there like uh, i had to always smell good and be well dressed well dressed is so easy at one of those jobs because like you just wear a uniform i gotta wear black on black every day awesome i just need to work out literally and that's it and i'll be like a step ahead of everyone else but yeah, that was fun. Sephora was the days. Oh. Man, this sucks. My knee, dude, I could not walk. Like, every time I stand up, it's like all the blood wants to go to my left knee. I wonder how long this is going to take. Already, the depression of not training is setting in. It's really fucking 
bad. I'm already like putting Oreos. Like, what I'll do. This is my depression meal. Uh, I'll fucking put Oreos. Uh, like two Oreos, on the bottom of a bowl, and then put whatever my favorite cereal is. Probably like Frosted Flakes mixed with Lucky Charms, and then I'll put milk on top of it. So by the time I get to the Oreos, the milk is already all chocolated up, and I have two like perfectly dunked Oreos. And they're so soft. You know when you leave them in there too long and they get soggy? There's no way for you to eat them unless you have, like, a spoon. Well, I figured it out. Yeah, that's my depression meal. I ate, like, four bowls of that already. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm just sitting here. Thank God for the fucking podcast. Or else, I I don't know. At least I feel a little productive. Oh, we're we're getting loose now. But, yeah. So I have a tournament coming up. This is going to put a little setback into it. I think it's uh, January 3rd, Enigma Jiu-Jitsu. I should be good by then. I hope I'm good by then. I don't know. I have It's pretty bad. Frank already said he'll take my spot, if anything. Maybe he maybe he did, like, m- fucking magic on me. He fucking put staff on my legs so that he could take my place. It doesn't look as bad today. It was like a baseball bat. It was like a baseball yesterday. But now... We're good. It's just hot. I don't have a fever or anything. Dude, I never knew... Ty- Am I just a fucking bitch or does Tylenol get you high? Because I took like, what, like 1,500 milligrams last night? I don't know if that's too much. One of my friends told me 650 milligrams a day is supposed to be enough. Bro, what about the people... What about like, you know, on TV, you got those fucking construction workers like just putting a handful and then like taking it. Those guys are end up alright, right? I feel like it's commonplace to take, like, way too much Tylenol. <laughs> or way too much Advil. Like, the, the suggestion, the warning suggestion is just, like, a suggestion. Like, there's all those, um... I don't know, like, you, you have pro wrestlers, like, on perks and shit. This isn't a perk. This is just a fucking Tylenol. This is some over-the-counter shit. But, honestly, that Tylenol had me going. I don't know how to explain it. I guess it's because I'm sensitive to it because I never fucking do it. <laughs> like, the only the only over-the-counter medicine I take is, like, Mucinex or something when I'm sick. But that shit was crazy. And, um, <laughs> it's funny. There's a Lidl by my house. L-I-D-L. It's, like, some German supermarket. And they sell, um, they sell generic everything. It's so fucking, it's ghetto. But the packaging is so nice that, like, they trick you. I'm like, oh, this isn't ghetto. Like, it's, like, <laughs> instead of Lucky Charms, they'll have all their shit next to, like, the name brand shit. So, instead of Lucky Charms, like, right next to Lucky Charms, they'll have, like, Dragon's Treasure. And it's, like, a green dragon. Like, <laughs> like Lucky's green. Lucky the Leprechaun is, like, green and he's Irish. They're, like, I don't know, uh, green green dragon. He's Irish, too. Yeah, yeah, just give them all the same, give them all the same grains and marshmallows, like, it's so funny, but, and then, and then there was another one, it was like, uh, so Frosted Flakes, and then it was like, <laughs> it was like Frosty's Flakes, and it's Frosty the Snowman, like a ghetto version of Frosty the Snowman, and, and he's like, and I, I, they fucking got me. The packaging got me. I was like, hey, it's the same shit, right? It is not the same shit. I don't know what, like, uh, what sort of, like, sucrose, glucose, or whatever the fuck they're coating those, um, 
those uh, that cereal with, but it's not good. It's probably the worst thing I've ever had. I want to return it, but I'm so lazy, and my leg doesn't work right now. Like, I really want to return it. There was a time during Corona where you could not return a damn thing. And, oh, let me bring it back to Sephora. It's Sephora. Dude, you don't trick me. Some of the most beautiful women were some of the most cheapest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Like, Sephora has this policy where they'll return everything. Like, it doesn't matter how much you've used it. Doesn't matter anything. Like you could literally buy whatever and return it for store credit. So you could cycle like the same five hundred dollars worth of uh, of fucking product like over and over again. Or let's say you find like product in the trash that's still like relatively good. It's just empty. You can return that. So like you can imagine like some people we used to throw out our returns and like we would have to like uh, when we would throw out our returns. Sometimes it would have like full product that has been dipped into with like a finger like eye cream that's like $150 that somebody used once but they don't like how it like sits on their face or something like that like we'll have to throw that out so we have a huge garbage bag full of like uh returned makeup and shit like that and people would be stealing that shit stealing that shit and returning it and that's like in one like plastic garbage bag there's like $5,000 worth of makeup or whatever and some of these bitches are fiends dude it's crazy like uh, another classic one was like uh You'd buy some really expensive mascara and then use the whole entire thing and be like, oh, I left it open and it dried out. Mascara is like this thick oil that like, it's like grease. Yeah, it's it's literally like mechanic oil grease. And girls put it on their eyelashes to make them like longer. Like they, they put this gunk on their eyelashes and it's like eyelash gel with oil and grease. And, uh. I mean, it works, but it dries up pretty quickly. So that was everyone's excuse. Like, you'd have the same bitch, like, five times. Like, oh, my God. Like, this shit dried out again. My kid keeps opening and playing with it. And I'm like, bitch, you don't have a kid. Bitch, you don't got no child. And even if you did, he's at grandma's all the time. Don't lie to me. You're always here at Sephora. Sephora had some fucking characters, man. It was always great because, like, uh, it was it was in the Manhasset Mall. So that, that has, like, a bunch of high-end stores in it, like Gucci, Louis, Prada, all the fucking name brand, whatever. So we were, like, the lowest-end store there, Sephora. <laughs> like, we have stuff you could buy for a dollar, you know? Like, so we would get all kinds of people to come in. And, like, some of them would be, like, rich or whatever. Like, they'd have a dog in a stroller with, like, a trust fund and shit and, like, dress better than you and like misbehave this fuck but like or you'll you'll have like the different extreme where it's like a gypsy lady like the lady from home alone you know the the one who lives in central park the the pigeon lady <laughs> like we'd have that bitch come in and like try to steal shit all the time oh my god dude retail was pretty racist retail was pretty too racist dude now that i'm thinking about it and it's so funny i would talk about this with like my friends who work there too but like so like there was like the older heads and the younger heads right and like the younger workers i guess we were like more woke or whatever and like gave everybody the benefit of the doubt but it's so funny like all the managers and shit like the code word for um there's like a thief like a potential thief in the store is uh there's a nora a nora in um, there's a Nora in skincare, there's a Nora in, um, 
There's a Nora in skincare. There's a Nora in beauty and fragrance. And, like, dude, some of these bitches would come in with, like, their tinfoil bags and just, like, just try to rack our whole shit. And we had a huge lesbian, um, a huge lesbian security guard. And this was when I was doing CrossFit. I was down to tackle a bitch. But um, we had a huge lesbian security guard that would body these bitches. Like, literally chase them down. <laughs> this is the funniest thing. Like, imagine, like, in front of the Gucci store, you're getting tackled, and, like, you've got eight fragrances fall out your fucking bag. Dude, that shit has happened. It's fucking crazy. And I've, like, ran out there, like, world star, world star. I don't know. I didn't get fired. Um, They were like, Fabian, go help her. Go help her, Fabian. I didn't know any fucking jujitsu. I was just there to record and observe, you know, like, on some security guard shit. But, um, <laughs> but dude, they were fucking racist. Like, it's just some fucking, like, uh, dude, not for nothing. Like, a black lady walks in and they head straight for, uh, skincare. My manager's like, there's a Noro. I'm like, yo, like, that's kind of fucked up. She didn't do anything. Like, she just walked into the store. And I'm, like, trying to be friendly to them. I'm like, do you need help with anything? Like, so. You know, there's such, like, um, it's so crazy, like, the way you prevent um, shoplifting is to, like, kill them with kindness. Like, um, like be around them and, like, oh, do you need help with anything? Do you need a basket for your things? And then, like, you know, just show them that you're on the ball about, like, everything that's going on, right? But also, like... Not only to just, like, uh, prevent shoplifting, but you could, uh, like, just to be nice to them, you know? Like, that's why I would do it. I would be nice to them a lot of the time. Like, I'm not just trying to, like, press you or anything. Like, I'm just, hey, do you need help with anything? And they, they fucking train me every day about all these products. Like, it's not my fault. I know about all of these fucking products, so let me help you with this. Like, but um, I, I remember, like, I would try to help them, like, instead of, like, just calling them out like oh my god this lady's gonna steal some shit this spanish lady's gonna steal some shit her child is a distraction she brought all of her kids she brought eight kids in here she brought fucking all her cousins all her extended family there everyone's running around they're gonna take one thing when they get on the line they're each gonna steal one of the little keychain sized makeup things when they're on the fucking line no dude they're fine but it's just it's just crazy because it was Manhasset too. So like I just feel like that sort of like it's like retail racism, dude. It's kind of crazy. Like they're just judging you off the bat, like judging a book by its cover off the fucking bat. I guess I don't know. What are you supposed to do? You run a business, but it would just be funny, and it'd be oh my god, and it'd be your own fucking people, dude. It'd be your own fucking people. Like, you have a Spanish lady calling out all the Spanish ladies. You have a black lady calling out all the black ladies. Like, this bitch ghetto. I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> She's like, look at her hair. This bitch is fucking ghetto. She gonna steal some shit. I'm like, yo, you gotta fucking relax. <laughs> you gotta fucking relax. You got a gift card. Like, She's like. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know the managers don't trust the per the people when they um when they take over. I was like a cashier at a certain point, and they would just take over the transaction. Like they would bump me off the cash register, and like, hmm. all right, let me get some ID with that credit card on some shit. Like 
you're paying by check we don't really do that anymore like oh shit there used to be these these oh my god i forgot about this so there's like a huge racket online for like gift cards right you could buy gift cards online and uh and like at a crazy rate right you know like like 50 percent off whatever dude these asian people would come in and clean us out and i'm talking about gift cards like like the, if you could see the stack it's like this fucking big i don't know how to like what like four inches thick of cards and uh that's pretty big and uh <laughs> that's like absurdly big but uh uh so i remember oh my god i'm not proud of this Oh my god, I must have just come back. Whatever, it's been a couple years. So these ladies would fucking come in with like, and each of these cards would have some random amount, right? And it would be like five hundred, like two eighty, uh, six six something, and they would just come in and literally just buy everything. And I don't know what they would do with it. Maybe they would like resell it or something. But like, they would clean out our inventory. Like it would be the randomest shit too. They wouldn't even care. Like you'd go around shopping with them, and they'd be like, okay, 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 okay. Like, they would just, like, throw it in the bag type, right? And, like, uh, those people would all, they would always help us out because, like, we'd hit bonuses because then we'd be like, we need somebody come in with a fat stack of cards. But I was the cashier. Don't come to me. If I'm your cashier, don't come to me, lady, with your stack of gift cards because, like, it would be so annoying to um, be swiping shit. And then fucking, like, you mess one up, you have to do it all over again, right? So, oh, my God. I remember one time I pocketed, like, probably, like, $600 worth of gift cards. Because she literally had, like, $120, like, 120 gift cards, at least. And all it took for me was to just, like, fake swipe two. And be like, yep, this one and this one. And they each had, like, $300 on them. I'm like, yep, yep okay and then like you swipe it and throw it out and i'm like those two are the fucking ones that i gotta pick up later like i remember getting away with that but like dude like i don't know how they would get that maybe they would print them out or something it just didn't make sense i don't know how gift cards work i know how barcodes work like if you buy something and then go and like and you have the receipt and you go inside the store and pick that item up and try to return that item to the front it's gonna work because the barcodes are all the same like it doesn't, it's not a barcode for a specific, um, like a specific item, a specific item in a specific category, like a specific type of item. No, it's just like if there's a shampoo, it doesn't matter that the two shampoos are like you bought one and the other one isn't bought. Like it's still going to show up the same on the register as long as the barcodes match, which is fucking crazy. I got away with a lot of shit over there. It taught me a lot about retail. And like how it works and behind the scenes and how unorganized everything is it's kind of crazy the corporate world that that's what was fun about um working though is just all those different types of people like that you get to interact with i would have never met any of those i met a lot of beautiful women over there there were a lot of um my coworkers. it was awesome and like it's not like we're close friends or anything now but it's just cool um to like talk to them at that point in my life. I was like 21 or 22. It's just uh, in the middle of me growing up and shit. Gave me some good life experience. And now I do jujitsu. Well, sort of. I wonder how long this is going to take. If this shit, if I'm not training in a week, um, 
I'm gonna be tight. No, if I'm not training in a week, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it to um. What's that shit called? I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it to um. Enigma, but I'll try. I'll try. Um, yeah. This was just a light episode, just to give y'all an update. So, probably gonna go get high about it. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Um. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo.